Welcome to Retail Nightmares. Uh, my name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hello. And our really <laughs> special guest this week is my dear friend, ex-co-worker, the amazing writer, Marisa Chandler. Hello. <laughs> She's up in her energy for this. We gave her a lot of wine. <laughs> All the wine. Yeah. And we're going to get frisky after. I don't know. I'm gonna take I can't wait. Pictures of pajamas I'm interested in. Ooh. All right. Tell me yeah, more. Christmas is coming. I want more pajamas. Oh, yeah. I saw some fancy ones on the Victoria's Secret website that have like unicorns and owls on them, but they're silk. What? Okay. I don't want either of those prints. Oh, I want them so bad. I want that. Unicorns or owls? Both. Are they on the same print? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like what? a. Are they having? It's what? kind of like they took part of a medieval tapestry. <laughs> oh. And then they just put it on black silk as a pajama. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's. Oh, really it's like neat. a medieval tapestry print. It's not sort something of. like cheesy. And I mean, it, it's sort of cheesy. That's right. It's from Victoria's Secret. And updated medieval tapestry print. But I'm too afraid to go into that store because everything's black and pink. Oh, I can't go in there. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so you could order I saw them it online. online. Yeah. Cool. I called them to ask if they have it, and then they said they didn't. So I was like, well, that saves me some stress. (laughs) I was in a a breakfast place in Calgary recently, and two grown adults came in wearing footsie pajamas. Nope. Yeah. That was terrible. And they were in their their shoes over? Shoes over? Yeah. They're all in. All tucked in. Um, Did it have like the little flap for their butts? Yeah, they were putting pancakes in there, and then they ran out. It was uh, a really good breakfast place. They are called Flapjacks. Flapjacks, yeah. Good stuff, guys. Wow, what's wrong with Calgary? I don't know, really. Mm, where it's do we start? Bag. Yeah, there's lots of great people from Calgary, and then there's the rest of Calgary that I've never met. Calgary's surprisingly expensive. Oh, totally. It really shocks me when I go out for like a basic meal. Breakfast is like $20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've it's, never it's been. good breakfast. You don't need to. Yeah, I went overnight. Terrible. Once. It was cold. It's very. And I cold. got back on the plane. The yeah. only time I ever go is for a festival where I guess like half of Vancouver just goes to Calgary, and so it's a really inaccurate. It's a safe space. Yeah. It's well. I still get called a fag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even sorry, I called you that. Even though I'm a lady. <laughs> yeah, uh, why? Why did you call? I just that? rent cars to drive past <laughs> your house. <laughs> Let's just stop. I'm bored. <laughs> the festival is always like the week or two weeks before Stampede. So they're gearing up for that. And oh, that man. looks like hell on earth. Remember the video of the girl having the threesome at Stampede? No. Oh. I do. <laughs> it was great. And she yeah. was, was like, cool about y'all. it though. She was really great. Yeah. I really liked like, her response to it. She's like, I, I was having experience. sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Losers. <laughs> yeah. Like you all weren't. Why We've done this mad? before. It's fun. <laughs> What, what did, are you guys doing? Did she get like in trouble and had to defend her sex? Oh, wasn't it like she and two friends were like, let's <laughs> do this sex in an alley. Yeah. And, and someone an from oh, the public. Yeah. But okay. Not, they thought I it mean, was more on the private side. I think they thought it was private. Yeah. It was like a romantic Alleyway alley. Almost totally. inside a building. Yeah. <laughs> it's a building adjacent. <laughs> other things were definitely inside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Some guy with a camera phone. Yeah, what a shit. Which is just called a phone now. <laughs> <laughs> From, Don't ever stop calling it a camera phone. Uh, <laughs> hi. 
filmed the whole thing and put it on the internet. And he was like, what a slut. He's the dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, he's totally the dirtbag. Who Fucking stays there bag. and watches that How and come? films it? I, when I lived in the Why West End, was <laughs> woken up by a spirited threesome in the alleyway oh, underneath wow. my apartment. Isn't that why you moved? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. I was so sick of it. It was just like, uh, it was a beeger and with a friend egging her friend on uh, to give the blowjob to the gent in question <laughs> and they were so loud about it and i was like you know that's not how public sex works i've been told <laughs> dudes um yeah a lot happened i couldn't handle living in the west end because it's just there's too many people around and i'm not a people person i don't like to walk out of my house and see people and i certainly don't want to hear them when i'm trying to sleep so it's not like the best choice for me <laughs> yeah that's totally fair you live in the west i end. live there now i love it mm-hmm. but you have mainly, a monkey puzzle tree i live behind a monkey puzzle tree yeah awesome. and i also am super afraid of ghosts so i like that there are a lot of people around yeah do you have a ghost story for this podcast no i don't have I've you ever seen a ghost one, and if i have i've blocked it out <laughs> all right then guess we're not doing that guys <laughs> Sorry. Next episode. So you've worked a bunch of retail jobs. We worked uh, uh, for a short period of time together doing retail. Well, not that short. It was a while. We uh, met you were a the lot boss of, of me. I was your boss for a bit. <laughs> yeah. You were also my boss, though. Uh, I mean, I was your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> for patients. No. <laughs> we had some good times. So we worked in a retail yoga store together. We did. Yes. Yeah. But you've had other retail jobs. I've had a like quite a lot actually i was thinking about it before i got here i was like oh it's more than i meant to do <laughs> <laughs> totally i know that feeling yeah uh, like i worked in um kind of a weird warehousey clothing store when i was a teenager i like this which i think you remember it was called like fun in the sun oh yeah (laughs) i used to pass it on the bus and wonder what was that store about yeah and we had a sign that said and winter two now (laughs) (laughs) fun in the sun the owner didn't want to change the name wow (laughs) to anything that wasn't that so was it mostly like it it was a lot of board shorts that they couldn't sell in regular stores sick but did they have like patterns on them yeah there was like like lots of hawaiian print and like jazzy colors and then lots of like odds and ends that must have gone to real stores somewhere, but <laughs> so we got the like ones that weren't pre or, or something. Seasons have passed, and it, they've gotten it at a discount, and they're yeah, reselling it. They were they were like the end of lines, like yeah, like the elbow of the bread kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm, the the elbow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> delicious elbow. I love it. The best part when you guys were growing up and you ordered pizza, did they ever have the pizza dough ball that kept the pizza from touching the top of the no, cardboard? No, you've talked about it before. And oh, I'm like, I, well, never... I want to live in this world. They just had the little plastic table. Yeah, we didn't have that. It was just like a huge lump of pizza dough that was, was it... baked at the same time as the pizza so your box wouldn't destroy the cheese. So then wish... you get this extra, mostly inedible piece of dough. You still try to eat it anyways. Mm, it was super hard. No. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was raw. That sounds great. I guess I really only have a few <laughs> few points of interest in my life that <laughs> That ball of dough. Squirrels. Um, Getting back at my enemies. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it on the podcast because it's such a, it's a pretty clear-cut plan. Revenge is a big part of your life, though. It's a huge part of my life. It really shapes who you are. It really does. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of you, too. Thanks. <laughs> How about you, Jessica? I'm extremely proud. Yeah, I think of things. I think of things. Now, you worked at a, 
a Halloween store once. I did work at one of those pop-up Halloween stores. You know, every year there's like a bunch of them around town. They come up like mushrooms. It's like a fungus. Just they weren't there yesterday and then there's 10 of them. For sure. And you're kind of like, how do people work there? Why are they working there? How did you get that job? Craigslist. Amazing. Yeah. It was like, have the most fun of your life. And I was like, I am working at home right now, so I will (laughs) (laughs) do that. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, because it's such a short run, it's a bit like being at camp. Uh-huh. Everyone bonds really closely and you all stay there till after hours, but it's also just completely nuts and like everything is garbage that you're selling. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that bothers me most about those Halloween stores is the stuff that's like clearly racist. <laughs> Very racist. Yeah. Really uncomfortable. And a lot of the costumes for like girls who are i don't know 15 and under are very sexual <laughs> yeah that's the time to do it that's what yeah. halloween's all about when your totally. body's tight <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem weird on the package when you look at the girl on the outside she's like hey whatever i'm just you know this rag doll but on any other body type it's kind of like this lycra rag doll costume <laughs> treat me like yeah, a rag doll. Kind of like right. loose, looser and better made on the cover absolutely yeah yeah I was never, I was a child of homemade Halloween costumes up until the time that I stopped trick-or-treating, which was, I think, 14. And I had, my mother made beautiful Halloween costumes for me. And my last one was a belly dancer. Oh, that's a good one. And it was really beautiful. And then, of course, like, it's all, I had, like, the midriff exposed and I had these beautiful, like, kind of balloon-style pants and these shiny shoes and these little bells around my ankles and then put on my giant thick... (laughs) 80s style glasses <laughs> like oh man what an ugly kid um pics please <laughs> for sure my mom has that picture somewhere it's great i was so and then i went to the dance and dance sexy <laughs> i thought i was dancing sexy and the boy is dancing with he's like you dance like a snake <laughs> snakes are the most sexual animal so is that yeah, true they're very That's provocative sense. yeah Wolf. they're kind of like Hey, what's up? But they're like, their little wrinkles. I'm like an undulating giant dick. Look at yeah, look that. at my tights. They're covered in snakes, and That's some true. of them they have are. those are great. Some of them have boobs, and some of them have dicks. That's mature. It's uh, Lisa Hanwalt designed these. Oh wow! So that's why it's so mature. <laughs> Very awesome. sexual. But also, like, you can wear it to the office. I and- thought it felt hot in here when I walked <laughs> yeah. in. These legs. She knows how to use them. That's my dad's favorite song. All the way really? up. Yeah. He loves wow. it. Wow. Yeah. My dad's a big Dire Straits fan, but I think I talk about that a lot already. I don't think you talked about <laughs> it once. <laughs> John Mellencamp. Yeah, that's that's the dad triumvirate. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> dad rock. I wake up every morning to dad rock because it's the only radio station that has like consistent actual music. And it's, well, it's like... Sometimes if a song comes on, you're like, oh, that's great. I just want to listen to the whole thing. And then you sort of don't get out of bed. But I've got like 101 classic rock as my alarm in the morning. And I think I hit snooze twice this morning. And all three times they were like the three worst songs in the world. (laughs) Oh, which three? (sighs) It was like the dad rock. I couldn't name them because they're so bad. It's just like, and you're like, Corey Hart. What is this? How are you doing that with your... Okay, try the second one and see if Marissa can get it. Uh, I'm like, oh! <laughs> Heart. 
Yeah. No, I like right heart. <laughs> okay. I is, think that was it was a man singing like that. Though. Oh. Yeah. Then it's bad. Then it's like Led Zeppelin or something. Oh, yeah. The Zepp. Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, I, I can do without them. Led Zeppelin would be so good if they had a different singer. That's they were all, all I have to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love them when I was like between the ages of 12 and the age of 13 and a half. It's a tough time. It was a tough time in music, too, because, you know, you just got what you got. You're like, now this is what I like now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think about the stuff I liked when I was a kid. I was like, you know, TLC and Nirvana are totally the same kinds of bands. They <laughs> are, though. On the radio Those are right two now. really great bands. They're both though. pop bands, though. So, like, Nirvana's great. I still listen to Nirvana. Yeah, it's a great band. And TLC is really good to do for karaoke. Absolutely. Yeah. So, or by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Just like crying <laughs> alone in your car. Don't Absolutely. go chasing waterfalls. Something and you know that it is something you do. <laughs> and yeah, it's it. something I know then at all. And so it's good. moving too fast. Perfect. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You worked at a Halloween store. Any nightmares from there? I mean, that was actually one of my more fun retail jobs. But you so wouldn't tell not... anybody you were working there. Oh, no, I didn't tell anyone because I didn't want anyone to come in. So probably <laughs> the only embarrassing thing was a couple of people did. And they were like, oh, like, are you okay? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> did working. you have great t-shirts you had to wear? Oh, yeah. We had a t-shirt that said Boo Halloween. And we got it <laughs> in both orange and black and i actually didn't realize the name of the store was boo halloween until <laughs> i got my paycheck <laughs> because i think they just call them all something random like ghosty express or yeah boo all halloween or something names for business <laughs> um yeah so we got two free t-shirts and we had like a big tickle trunk and you had to wear something out of it every day <gasps> which at first i was like i will not and then Where I got these in there, amazing guys, butterfly like, wings. <laughs> well, we kind of had this like, there's this one costume nobody wanted to wear because I don't know if you've seen it before, but it's just an old lady who sat on a dog and the dog is stuck in a butt. That's what? horrible. Have you seen this before? No. It's awful. And the dog's like, and she's kind of like, huh. you know, looking behind her. It's a living. Like, What's that would be there? like, oh, I'll wear something sexy to a party. <laughs> this one has a butt on it. Yeah. I'm like, going to get so. You're really <laughs> getting the unsellables at those stores sometimes <laughs> where they're like, here's all those uh, race costumes we can sell. Yeah, you should have shamed your friends who came into the store for even being there. I couldn't. I was uh, <laughs> too busy hiding. But You're like, no, this is a Marisa costume. I've never met Marisa, but she's so cool that there is a costume of her. Gotta go by. <laughs> I think one of the worst things probably... Uh, you guys have experienced this is like there's a limited soundtrack and it was very specifically uh, Halloween. So Monster we only Mash. had five songs. <laughs> it was like Monster Mash and three other Halloween songs and then one Maroon 5 song for some reason no, no one could figure that is out. A nightmare. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, yeah. It's the scariest one of all. <laughs> yeah. But people like when you work in a store that's pop up like that, people just go feral so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we had this um, like video tutorial on how to put fake words and sing the things on your face okay and the guy who introduced the video is called rj who would be like hey welcome to rj's corner (laughs) (laughs) and this video played on the loop every single day and so we started making a fort in the back of this place with all the old boxes called rj's fortress (laughs) (laughs) 
and it had multiple rooms wow. and like people slept over in there by the end of it wow. oh my god it got pretty wacky people slept there yeah like people who worked there were like oh, i decided to come in at 7 a.m and i'm also gonna work till two so i was like oh well okay wow <laughs> if you want to <laughs> oh man what did I'm they not sleep the on I more don't costumes? know. Probably more costumes. Fake butts. <laughs> Probably more fake butts. That tickle trunk had a ton of stuff in it. I really like the smell of Halloween masks. That kind of oh, rubber. Yeah, the plastic. new rubber. Mm, that's a good smell. Mm, no. I love it. That's no. what the whole dollar store smelled like that I worked at. No, it's a different smell. Oh. My shampoo smells like that. Mm. It smells like an old tire. And I'm always like, oh, I should hate this, but it's pretty good. <laughs> what other jobs have you worked that have been terrible? Lee good. <laughs> Sounds like that was a pretty good job. I mean, obviously wearing a costume or like a shirt that says Boo Halloween is not the greatest. Yeah. Do you still have I mean, those shirts? I only recently got rid of the second one. Oh, the I was going to say, can I have it? <laughs> I think I don't have them anymore. Because I'll double check if you want one. I just, I, I would love a shirt like that says Boo Halloween. What's the shittiest Halloween costume you've ever had? Um, shittiest? Yeah, you're I good at Halloween. I like, like Halloween, Halloween, so I don't think mine were ever really that bad. I do know one, this is culturally inappropriate, but one year I was like, I really want to go as a gypsy. Yeah. And my mom was like, okay, we can do that. And I made the mistake of telling a friend who I was like, okay, I'll tell you when I'm going to be this year. And then five other girls showed up as gypsies that year. And I was like, oh, that's mean. I know you weren't going to do that because you're all boring. Yeah, gypsy is definitely a word that, uh, yeah, it's not, I wouldn't do it today. I I would like to thank the learning channel for letting me know that it's about gypsies and gypsy life and then they have a show about the amish which is very similar the one with vanilla ice oh have you I watched that? that no <laughs> oh it's yeah me amish? either <laughs> yeah it's actually i mean not that it's pretty good but it's surprising because it's mostly about like how he knows how to make things so like he'll sort of go hang barn? out yeah like <laughs> hot tunes wait are we still talking about amish people yeah and vanilla ice is he amish no. Because he has that weird facial hair. That's kind of- <laughs> no, no. I think that's that's a personal choice. Okay. As far as I know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not the authority. I don't know. You seem like the authority. <laughs> okay. Ask me more questions. How many episodes eyes. have you seen? Uh, maybe three. I'm devastated because I missed the first episode of the second season of 90 Day Fiance. It's one of the <laughs> funniest I've never heard of I've ever seen. What happens on 90 Day Fiance? Well, this season for sure, a man went to a, another country and brought home a woman he plans to marry. And he says in the preview, he's like, don't touch the windows in my car. <gasps> and I was like, what? Like, it's just crazy stuff happens. And then uh, there's also couples that seem like they might make it. And I don't know. It's very, in, I'm enthralled when I'm watching it because there's so much going on. That's good class issues i'm missing so much you can come over and watch it i'm really fine with missing it i Mm, think that's a good point i haven't yeah i haven't seen like those shows ever for like 12 years oh they've gotten much worse uh do you guys watch well i guess maybe jessica you don't probably not but my strange addiction i watched four episodes yesterday on the couch there's a woman eating tires (laughs) yep you want to watch that? That seems to be a big thing on that show. I I really fell down the hole with that one one day. I was like, oh, I'll just watch one. And I was like, mm. Well, they do marathons. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday I watched one Called where me a woman was addicted play? to illegal butt injections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, how could you not be? The woman that was injecting her was using hardware store grade silicone. Silicone. 
Oh, no. Um, a woman who ate tires. A woman who ate Vicks Vapor Rub. There's a, a guy little... that was had a relationship with inflatable pool toys. Okay. Oh, I yeah. love. Did you see the one where the guy made love to his car? Yeah, that one. That that's one of my one. favorites because he gets right under the car. The thing that kills it. me is it's not even like a super nice car. It's no, like a, <laughs> it's like a Toyota or like a yeah, it was like I don't a, know, a Celica or something. Yeah, yeah. He's something. the inner beauty in that car. Oh, to, I mean, it's his car for sure. My favorite is the but... confession that they have to the family member. They're like, "I am addicted to." This guy last night was inflatables. And that's what he calls them. And he's always kissing this one inflatable shark. <laughs> so I watched a bunch of episodes of that show. And like, I got to the one with the woman who stores her own urine and bathes in her own urine and right, drinks right. her own urine. And she reminded me so much of the customers we used to have at the yoga store that I had to stop <laughs> watching. Totally. Oh, wow. I remember that woman. Yeah. She just had this really similar logic to why she was doing things i was like oh no this is bad yeah i can't watch this anymore but i really want to your body makes it so it must be good exactly <laughs> it's totally pure because it's from no outside source yes uh. so it must, and then i must return it from whence it came yeah <laughs> exactly because if you drink it it goes immediately into your bladder it bypasses your liver it just what? hops into your I bladder i wonder what her pee has become because if it's just you're constantly refiltering it is it just like black powder coming out of you <laughs> by the end She's just cloud. very dusty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you you use up all the all the liquid if you're just. I mean, I guess she drinks other things than piss. But I guess it, historically, wouldn't people who like had to take long trips on a boat have to do that at some point because you couldn't drink seawater? Am I making that up? That no, might be I mean, just I think an it's like that because we lived through when we worked at that store revival of people drinking their pee. Like yeah. maybe Gwyneth Paltrow said that she drank her pee or something and then everyone was drinking pee. Yeah. I mean, we weren't drinking pee. <laughs> Wink. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, anything once. We would hear like kind of the weirdest things. Yeah. People were very fanatic. A lot of fanatics would come yeah. in. Yeah. Like we used to sell neti pots, which yeah. I don't know if you guys... Or if you've used I know one. of them. I've never used one because it, I don't want to. I <laughs> sell them the cocktails. I've never used one either, so I was terrible at selling them. Obviously, um, but <laughs> some like, people are like, "I I will have it, even if you're the worst salesperson in the world." <laughs> yeah. like, I have okay. friends who swear by them, and I'm like, "You can just keep swearing by them, and I'll just uh, have tea from a teapot." That goes into my mouth, and that's fine. Did you have to do demonstrations on it for people? Because I did multiple demonstrations that I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I remember watching you do this. I was like, it's like this. A yeah. great part of working with your friends is just watching them do something like really awkward or that they don't want to do. <laughs> you also really hated opening up the jewelry cabinet. I hated it. Yeah. You sold but jewelry I had a of, yeah. at a yoga store? Yeah. Mm. We sold really fancy ohms. Yeah, we sold... Uh, lifestyle related items wow. yeah there was like a whole very expensive line um jewelry meditation cushions and mm. um candles cookbooks cookbooks funny books uh oh yeah books that were like learn to be an optimist or like yeah yeah eat a weird thing yeah you <laughs> think about thing. it we had this meditation chair I saw one advertised somewhere else and it had a flashback. It was this really simple chair that you could use for like going to readings or going to outdoor concerts, but you could also use it for meditation and it had been remarketed as a meditation chair and people would just try that chair 
like crazy and then just sit in it for oh, so yeah. people would try meditation cushions and then actually meditate in the store <laughs> i had someone in the store for like an hour once meditating i was like well what do I, what can i do do you have to be quiet <laughs> for sure i always felt a little bit strange showing people how to use meditation equipment because it's like well you meditate on it sit on it the way you feel good (laughs) and then you be quiet and keep doing that we'd also have to show people like yoga mats and then they would try them to see if they were sticky enough or the right Mm -hmm. thing and like people would really get into it absolutely yeah they were very excited about the opportunity to try i'm so glad you guys got out of that store (laughs) it seems like a really weird cult well we had a lot of options yeah (laughs) We had a lot of options. The day that I quit, Marisa quit. I was like, I'm not doing this without you. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's very sweet. Very it was good. a good friend. Oh, yeah, that was very touching. You've got a retail nightmare there, Jessica? Oh, yeah. Actually, something you said reminded me of it. <laughs> this young boy who has been coming into the store for a while. He hasn't been in in a long time. But both he and his friend, I think, discovered the video store at the same time. They're very young. They were like 12. Right. And the one would come in and they were both total film nuts. So they would come in and just lose their minds. And they'd come up and say, like, have you seen this movie before? Pulp Fiction? And I'd be like, yeah, I've seen it. And they were like, is it good? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, like you might be a bit young for it. But uh, (laughs) I don't know. Kids are so mature these days. But so this kid would come into the store and he would he wore a little that was the nice one that was the one who was like respectful and he came in one day and told me that he won his science fair and i was like good for you buddy it's so nice and like to treat himself he went and rented like citizen Kane or something good choice (laughs) uh but his friend and classmate was way douchier of the two and he Mm -hmm. had this little leather jacket like a little leather motorcycle jacket like i like him (laughs) well we can talk about your taste in men later (laughs) but this kid and he had sort of maybe had like watched 90210 or something and like styled himself after that because he had the sort of like 90s hair like falling into his eyes sort of thing and uh he would come into the store and pick maybe 20 movies off the shelf and just bring them all up to me and he'd get so excited and he was like have you seen this one this one looks so cool and like i love godard and like all this stuff and i was like Whoa, like calm down a little bit. <laughs> and half of the movies would be rented. They'd all have tags on them. And he just like, he was too excited to even see past that. And so this kid was annoying to me. Stupid idiot. To begin with. <laughs> yeah, you dumb 12 year old. Yeah, dodo. Uh, but then he would, also this kid, super rich family, like ridiculous, insane. Goes without saying after you mentioned that leather jacket. Yeah, yeah like obviously. who buys a 12 year old leather jacket? Leather jacket yeah, at like 12? Someone, and he's going to grow out of it in like six months. Anyway, then he would keep the movies out for ages and ages, and I had to call and be like, your copy of The Graduate and The Godfather (laughs) and like all these, you know, like going through like AFI, top 100 American films, must see. And so then his mom or his dad would come in. I think his parents were separated because they would always come in separately. It's probably his fault. uh, (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) But the mom, okay, the real nightmare is the mother's relationship with the son because it is so creepy. They also had a tiny little dog and the mom was very kissy with the dog, just like kissing it on the mouth in front of me and like picking it up and just making kissing noise at it. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. And like, just save it for when you're not in the middle of a transaction. (laughs) Nope. 
I let dogs, you know, if they're going to jump up and lick your face, I'll let that happen, but I won't, like, make it happen. You won't open your mouth. I won't go in for you the... Will put your face into their <laughs> mouth. And make kissy noises to it to make them lick your mouth, which is what this woman did. Then one time, it got to the point where then the son and the mother were being kissy with each other, and I was just like, I can't handle this family anymore. Kissing each other... On the mouth. That's like a family thing that I'm not comfortable so with. Kissing on the mouth? Yeah. Uh, it's a little... Kissing on the mouth is like a special yeah. special person you feel special about thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I, I just... I feel like this woman was probably also a customer at the yoga shop that you worked at. Most <laughs> There's a lot of crossover yeah. in, that, in that store, I've noticed. Yeah. So what, she would just come in and pay the late fines and never say anything, I'm guessing. Um, no, she was very vocal about it and she'd always argue about the late fees. What? Also, because sometimes the son would come in with the father and he'd have to pay the late fees that were from, you know, when they were rented with the mother. And so there were, there was a lot of, uh, oh my goodness, anger on both parties against each other and like just sort of muttering under their breath. Of like, Maybe it was his own version of the parent trap and those late fees were what was going <laughs> to bring, trying them, to together bring them together together. No, this kid was just like a future... Hedge fund manager? <laughs> you can tell that he's going to make movies. He's going to be one of those kids who like, I knew what I wanted to do from age eight onwards and he's just going to be like the next Michael Bay or something like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. thank God for that. If you guys ever want a really good laugh, I think you should watch the extras for Piranha 3D oh. because <laughs> the director is an amazing French guy who's like, I love spring break and uh, what it means. It's great. I saw Piranha 3D. Watch the extras. I will. For sure. He's great. I, I will do it tomorrow. He's work. that kid. <laughs> for sure. I'm really sad for just the generation of mostly men that Quentin Tarantino like right. spawned just by existing. They are making movies themselves now, like Eli Roth's types and mm-hmm. whoever the guy who made Boondock Saints and all that is like, yeah, put a ton of gratuitous violence and sex in there and then like make someone quote the Bible. <laughs> and then it's like that is brilliant. the coolest yeah. movie ever. I'd watch that. What's it called? <laughs> Boondock Saints 2. <laughs> My retail nightmare is from the yoga store. Um, Yay. Yeah, there's so many. And there are so many. I really do need to like kind of sit down and break down that six years of my life. This came to mind because we, at the time that that store became popular, the yoga scene in Vancouver was very popular. Like there's like these celebrity yogis and they had these little kind of cult followings that would go to only this person's class and only that person's class and only practice this type of yoga. And these people, typically speaking, the three or four that I'm thinking of were very attractive people that had a history of being very fit athletes before they became very good in the type of yoga that they were teaching. I think that people are often more attracted to the teacher than the practice itself. (laughs) And uh, there was one woman that was, uh, would come to the store and she was like just overly enthusiastic about whatever it was that she was into at the time. And she was eating just raw food which was a real thing during that time, too, that people would not stop talking about. I'm a raw food person. I'm yeah. a raw food vegan. I we had a raw. coworker who tried it. Yeah. yeah. I tried it for like a week. Yeah, I think it works for some people. I think that it's sustainable. Like any sort of diet like that is not sustainable for most people 
ever. Like there's not one thing, like the thing that I have to do right now, my doctor's like, you can't do it for a long period of time because your brain will start to die, basically. <laughs> like you need the That's nutrients fair. from the things you can't currently have. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. That's the way that I look at nutrition too. And now that I've studied nutrition, I'm very like middle of the road. I'm like, just figure out your stuff and find the thing that works for you. Try and be open. And if, but this one was like, everyone has to eat raw. And she's just this, like physically very like, she just glowed. She had this like natural kind of glowy skin and she was super fit. And one day she came into work and this is before Marisa worked there, but I worked with a woman named Jen. I worked with a bunch of Jens. There's three Jens when I started working there. Uh, all lovely. And <laughs> she's like, you've got to try this thing that I made. And I remember panicking because I had seen her she had had a cold sore before. Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, I won't try it. And she only had one spoon. And I was just dying inside because I just don't, like, I would eat, like, I would share something with, like, a boyfriend uh, or maybe my best friend, but I never, ever share drinks or food with people. It's like, guys, you have to try it. It's just coconut and dates and walnuts. It's so good. It's a raw pudding. And Jen and I were just standing behind the counter, and I was m- just so already disturbed because somebody wanted me to share a spoon with them. And then Jen's like, I can't have it. I, I'm deathly allergic to walnuts. And the woman's like, no, no, no. I soaked them. So you won't be allergic to them. You have to try it. That's not how allergies work. And Jen's like, I don't think that works. And she's like, you've got to try it. And she's pushing the spoon up to her mouth. And then she's like, do you want to take me to the hospital? How will you explain to my parents that you killed me with your raw pudding? It's just a pretty typical that someone will come in and then force you to try and do something like do yoga like this. No, it's the only way to do this thing. Oh, you got to read this thing. Oh, okay, sure. No, I mean, you've got to do this thing. You've got to read this thing. It's the best thing. Ugh. It's just constant. Absolutely. Yeah. That mentality of as soon as you discover something that works for you, just feeling the need to convert everyone yeah. is really and problematic. <laughs> and judging everyone who's not doing it when it was like, you probably weren't doing this six months ago and you just started doing it so like calm the fuck down (laughs) i think she probably expected us to be more enthusiastic about her overall but a lot of the time i felt like she was just trying to get some free stuff out of us couple of the week or uh should we do retail nightmares uh, let's do the write-in do the write-in sure yes uh you want to introduce it um here's a letter from Mm -hmm. a person we don't know yeah cheryl Cheryl sent us a lovely email. She has a retail nightmare from years and years ago, but it's obviously so bad that it still haunts her. She was working a summer job, also Granville Island, uh, working on the dock below the Granville Island Hotel, and she booked overnight slips for boaters and booze cruises on gin palaces is what she refers to hmm. yachts as uh for corporate parties and cool. uh one one day there was a, a boat due to leave with 30 lawyers on board and a mm-hmm. pallet full of booze what could go wrong yeah and both of the crew called in sick so she had to go serve drinks which is code for unplugging toilets and cleaning up spilled lobster salad. (laughs) And she was cornered by lecherous litigators below decks and barely escaped with her honor intact. It was four hours long. Oof. And, uh, And then as they were coming back into the dock, her boss was 
yelling at her to jump off the 10-foot-high deck onto the dock below to wrap the line to secure the boat. And so she jumped. Probably not what you should be doing, but I guess that's... 10 feet, eh? Yeah, that's twice my height. So she jumped onto the plywood set of stairs that they used to get on and off the boat, and uh, it wasn't attached to the dock, and it flipped when she landed on it. And she was just laying on the dock thinking that she broke her leg and her boss is still screaming at her. So she crawled and dragged herself to the edge of the dock to wrap up the bow line. The boating term, I don't know. Uh, and then she righted the stairs, still lying on the dock. Her thigh had a huge, deep purple welt where it hit the edge of the plywood. And all the drunk lawyers start <laughs> filing off the boat and passed her. And none of them asked her if she needed any help, even though she was clearly messed up. And the last guy off the boat stopped and pulled something out of his pocket to give to her and said, here, sweetheart, a tip for you. And he gave her a little tiny can of caviar. (laughs) 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 And uh, she quit the next day, mainly because she couldn't walk for a week. And she says, here's a tip. Caviar is not a tip. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That's so, awful. Well, that's incredible. <laughs> Thanks um, for that story. Also, I really Cheryl. like lecherous litigators. I, I feel like that's a novel or a screenplay waiting to happen. It was so. a well-written letter. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. I sort of shortened it a bit, but uh, yeah, great details. And I'm so sorry that you had to experience that however many years ago it was. But she's doing much better now, and she has some very cute puppos, which she sent us photos of. So Thank you for those pictures. Beautiful dogs, chickens, and two black cats. Yeah. Very, very cute. Oof. <laughs> well, that brings us to Puppo of the Week. Awesome. Shall we? Did we going to do self-help corner? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do that first. Well, that brings us... To There's so many good ones. So uh, self help it up. Yeah. Thanks for writing in, guys. These are really funny ones uh, for the most part, except for Levi's, which I guess I'll start with first. Uh, Levi said customers where i work make small talk did your house survive the wildfire mine didn't what's a graceful way to respond (laughs) well i'm sorry you lost your house in a fire that's terrible and i think yeah i think that it's weird small talk because i think small talk is is not really genuinely an effort to connect with someone but just kind of to get through maybe a transaction or a social situation where talking would be better than silence. I think that you can just say nope, and maybe that will be nice in the way that people can share uh, that experience a little bit with you. Um, I don't think you have to be graceful. You lost your house. I hope that you get a new house soon. Uh, everyone here is sorry. What would you guys do? I just lie if someone asked me. About, like if I, you know, it was just Thanksgiving here, and today everyone's like, "Did you have a great Thanksgiving?" And I'm just like. I'm not really into Thanksgiving, so I'm just like, mm-hmm. Like, so they will stop talking. I, uh, Alicia knows this. I'm not a really big Christmas person. No one in my all. family is. Me neither. And it's, I always work on holidays. I actually kind of like it, but 
it's weird when people ask you like, how's your Christmas? And you're like, I don't care. Cause I think it's dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't say that. So I you're like, like when you say it, mm, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, like, Oh, I've had better. Because <laughs> when there is no Christmas, that's when you've had better. <laughs> that's my ultimate. That's what I'm going to do this year. On um, Christmas? I'm so excited It's going to be my first year that I completely boycott Christmas, and we're going to find a cabin to rent somewhere on a Gulf Island and just go there, and hopefully my friends, uh, <clears throat> my friends Rob and Regan, are going to come with us, and we're just going to drink all the wine and not even care that it's Christmas. That's, that's nice. an amazing idea. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I hope there are some cabins left. Well, probably have you booked now. Yeah. Um, this one's from Justin, Garage Monkey on Twitter. A coworker vapes in the shop. Co- yeah. Coworkers don't seem to care, including management. Should I just accept it? No, that's terrible. I don't, that's still smoking. You can make a complaint about I that. I agree, but it's always good to be understanding <laughs> because everyone has coworkers who show up to work. Still drunk or hungover. <laughs> so, but, you know. But vaping is, that's like active. It's not like your coworkers drink. It is active. At work. I don't really know what to say. That. Yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, give them a break. What about you, Jessica? How do you feel about vaping in the store? I would not like that. The only place where I'd say you can't complain about someone vaping is in their own home. Mm-hmm. What if like you that. work at like a, a like vape store? If you work at a, a like bong store, but yeah, yeah. They, you, when in Rome, that would be something to know. But like if you're in a pet store or something, you're vaping <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that seems really weird. I wonder why no one's saying anything. We should probably have more information, but I won't ask. That's how culture just slowly changes, too, is just if everyone's like, well, I didn't say anything, and it just all of a sudden everyone's vaping now everywhere. Whoa, that was a real mom response. (laughs) Well, you let one person do it, everyone's going to do it. Moms sometimes know what they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's it's so awful when you like things that your mom warned you about were true, and then you have to admit it to her, and then she's so happy. (laughs) I mean, they were all true, but still... (laughs) Well, this is the last one. This is from Alex M. on Twitter at Red Red Robot. My friend is threatening to live off Soylent. How can I convince her not to? Well, hey, I uh, can tell you this. She's going to try it, and then she's going to miss real food. And then you so just let her try it, and then you can make fun of her for trying it because it's just such a stupid thing to do. And maybe it is nutrient complete, but it doesn't take away, like your body doesn't, process soylent the way it would process food like your whole body is made to chew food and digest food so let her be a turd hat for a (laughs) while and then you can tell her what a loser she was for buying into it that's my advice oh yeah i agree yeah i would go even farther and say like that's a telling moment about the kinds of people you both are (laughs) 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 and one of you is the person who wants to do that yeah i knew some people who as soon as soylent became a thing they just immediately jumped on the bandwagon and i was like i thought i knew you and i clearly don't some people just don't like eating i mean i think eating is a chore and i don't like idolize food in the way that some people do all recent i think about (laughs) that's what jay like jay wakes up in the morning he's like what do you think we're gonna eat today and i'm like i don't know exactly it he's like as soon as one meal's done he's thinking about the next meal same and i yeah ditto i have a different relationship with food (laughs) I mean, I like it. I like how it tastes, but... 
Is it cooking it's overwhelming for you? No, I love I love cooking, but sometimes it's just like there's too many things to do in the day. And if I really want to make three nice meals in a day, that's going to take too much time. Yeah, it is really tough. But I'm not going to turn to Soylent as an alternative. Yeah, it's really clever. And I think like in terms of any of these kind of like meal replacements and things like that, that it might have more science behind it because a lot of meal replacement stuff is really shitty. I just think like until we actually have to get in the spaceship and like I'll go live in a biodome on Mars, there's no real reason (laughs) Mm -hmm. to do this yet. (laughs) It's great to have the science and to know that we could, but I don't know. How do you feel about that lab made meat? Uh, You don't eat meat. I mostly don't eat meat. That's right. You were. I I cheat on occasion. I don't feel great about it, but it tastes so good. You know, I read a big article about that, and the thing that really swayed me is the pictures look so awful. Okay. But I think it's great that they're doing it. Maybe in like two or three years, it's going to be perfected, and that'd be a thing that people can do, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to be the test case for it. Yeah, I would, I'm like super on board um, because I think meat is good, and I also feel like I need to eat it to be alive. But it weighs heavily on my soul, my little burnt crust of a soul. Yeah, so I'm like, as soon as that stuff's ready for market, as long as it's gluten free, I'm on board. I'd really like to stop eating things with feelings. <laughs> yeah, feelings. 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 We all have feelings. So Thanks so much for feelings. writing in, guys. Those are some good questions. If I don't get to your stuff, it's, it's really because I only have time to do three. Okay, bye. Also, if we don't read your email, that's not because you're a bad person. Yeah. Also, if we don't respond to your email, I'm sorry. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You are just as important as everyone else. Totally. Popo time? <laughs> as the guest, do you want to be the popo kicker-offer? Yeah. I don't. Can someone else go first? Okay. I yeah. hate going first. That's totally fine. Do you want to go first, Alicia? I can go first <laughs> if you don't want to go first. Okay. You know what? Maybe I should be honest. I don't totally understand Popo of the Week. It's just oh, it's like a cute animal that you saw. <laughs> or something just awesome that how, happened. How do I have to see it? Does it have to be, you could, it can be online? It can be in person. It can be like in your mind, in a dream. It's like very vague and you very like open. like those dogs that look like eyebrows. I love those dogs with eyebrows. I, I have like them too, those black shaggy dogs. Oh, they're so great. It's like he's got this thing. I'm confused. A dog that looks like an eyebrow? Yeah, it's kind of like fuzzy and just like long and then the tail and like is kind also of arched fuzzy. and yeah. And they're kind of very excited to wiggle around. <laughs> like <laughs> they've got a lot I going like on. I like the dance you're doing, but yeah. I still can't picture this dog. <laughs> oh, they maybe they look a bit like it, a little lamb? Yep. Yeah. Maybe at one point it was like a collie was mixed with a black lab. And yeah, so it came out completely black. I know exactly face, what you're talking about. Yeah. Like very a lot of black hair. Or like my heart's desire was mixed with ink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, I know I know some of those dogs, and they were the greatest. They're so cute, and they do wiggle so yeah, much. They wiggle. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, those are nice dogs. Uh, so is that your pop of the week? Just eyebrow dogs? I guess so. In general, well, come back to me later. Okay, I like that term though, eyebrow dog. I've got I've got some puppos. One puppo is an experience that I had. <laughs> I went to a corn maze. 
Oh my God. Yeah. For the first time in my life and I've always wanted to do it. And I finally did it. And yesterday was the last day that it was open this year. And so we went uh, the day before that and it was so muddy and I wore my big knee high rubber boots and just went through all the mud puddles and it was great. And then my friend, former guest, Loren Smith, (laughs) took a video of me like squelching my boots in the mud and I was like we could put this online and make a bunch of money from <laughs> fetish websites ew oh def uh, yeah. that's a total thing that yeah, is, that's absolutely a thing yeah just being in the rubber boots no just doing just, like, anything squishing with, like, in yeah. rubber yeah. people are kind of like mm. yeah, yeah and like true, stepping on them. things too is a big thing stepping on things uh, popping balloons is oh. a really really big thing my friend does these videos that are called blow to pop and she blows them until they pop like right in her face and I think she gets money for it <laughs> I was so confused I was like why are all these videos popping up in my feed and then I was like Oh, okay, that's like a fetish thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a funny one though. It's very cheerful. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. I recommend corn mazes if there's one near you. I totally got lost, and I have a very good sense of direction. Yeah, were you Did alone you or were you with? No, I was like... with Jay and my friend Lauren, and it was great. Uh, we found our way out, but we also only did half of it. Like you could have done the rest of it, and we're like, I think we're done. That sounds stressful. It was over an hour of Ugh. just being lost. Yeah, but it was fun. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. And there's like being a target. There's little yeah, I have fine too many dreams like that. I generally like can't get lost, so I love anything where I can get lost. What? Like I have a, a stupidly good sense of direction. Even when we're in a city we've never been to, I always sort of know where I am. It's annoying I'm but jealous that was yeah, me too i was just one popo <laughs> the corn was the popo uh <laughs> the other popos are these two dogs who come into the store all the time but haven't been in a really long time and i was actually worried that i might not see them before i stop working and they're a big dog little dog combo which is my favorite type <laughs> of animal combo in the world it's like the little dog could fit underneath the big dog like just drive under it like a <laughs> Honda Civic driving under a a truck, um, like in Fast and the Furious. But Which so one? one through seven, all of them. <laughs> I think it happens in all of them. I haven't seen them all yet, but uh, yet the little dog. I don't really know what type of dog he is, but his name is Craig, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't really have a tail. He just sort of has a little stub, and it wiggles like so oh. much when he's excited, and he's sort of gray and he's got a white stripe down his nose and he's got little spots all over him he's like black and white he's really cute and uh you can you can say speak to him and he'll bark and then you go whisper and then he goes (laughs) (laughs) so cute i love him and then the bigger dog is a girl and her name is just girl (laughs) (laughs) craig and girl the couple that owns them were like yeah we couldn't think of a name so her name is girl and she's sort of a lab and has one of those faces, like a lab mixed with something else, maybe a little bit of, I don't know, Rottweiler or something. Mm-hmm. And she's got little eyebrows, Ooh. just really little short ones. Like she got excited and plucked them too much. And she's got one of those faces where she's always smiling. So they came in today and I just lost my mind and I was petting them with both of my hands at the same time. <laughs> And they're at two different levels, so it was, like, complicated. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Love those papos. That's awesome. My uh, papo of the week is a dog named Maggie from the Vancouver SBCA. Um, she has been waiting for a home for 
like getting on 80 days or something. Is it that long? Really long time. And uh, lots of people I know have been tweeting about her and sharing her on Facebook. And I even went to check her out. And Really? Yeah. You met her? Yeah. Well, I looked at her through her enclosure and knew that like that wouldn't be a good fit Mm -hmm. because she needed like people that understand large breed dogs and she's a pit bull and Mm -hmm. she's having some behavior stuff. And a bunch of friends went to see if it would be a good fit. So, and today they posted that she found a home that she's been fostered, fostered to adopt. So my puppos are actually the family that took her on and their dog, and they're going to try and make a go of it and give her a new life. And I think that's so nice. And people are so kind and so good. And that's always a nice way to see the world. And I'm so happy that she has a place because it's sad how long people and animals can go without love. It made me so happy to see that. You posted it. That's, yeah, that's and wonderful. And the first thing I saw this morning when I got up and I was like, my eyes weren't open yet. And I was like, Maggie has a home. Yeah. I was so excited. Yeah. Well, this has been episode 16 of uh, Retail Nightmares. Sweet Marissa, 16. Is there anything that's, that you'd like to talk about? People can find you online. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Yeah, at that's so much Marisa. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's talking mostly a lot about just gravy me. and cheese. Yeah, mostly mm-hmm. me spilling stuff on myself. That's <laughs> all I tweet about. Very relatable. <laughs> yeah, how about you, Jessica? You're going to be in Halifax soon. I will be in Halifax next week. We're recording two episodes this week. Surprise! It's be a big week. Uh, the next one's the spectacular. Spooktacular. Uh, the real spectacular. Boo Halloweener. Boo Halloween episode. <laughs> uh, so I'll be. In Halifax on the 24th. What I really want to plug, though, (laughs) is my dumb blog that I have been watching a horror movie every day of October so far, and then I write about it on my blog. What? And my blog is called sexualintimidationdemon.tumblr.com. That's a problem. Uh, (laughs) Don't ask me why I named it that, because I really don't know why. But I just only do it every October. It's tough on my relationship with Jay because he hates horror movies. <laughs> so I'm constantly trying to find horror movies that are like gentle horror that we can watch together as a couple. And the only stipulation is that they're horror movies that I've never seen before, which okay. is getting tough because I've seen a lot. Any recommendations? What's your number one so far? Number one so far. I watched this one. This is going to sound so pretentious. I watched this Swedish movie from 1968 called Hour of the Wolf by Ingmar Bergman and it was great it was super weird and spooky without ever being really grotesque or gory it really reminded me a lot of Rosemary's Baby yep because it's about a pregnant woman who starts getting worried about her husband because he starts hanging out with these weirdos and she's like "Ah, stop it and that's what Rosemary's Baby is like and it's all my favorite horror movies are all just about paranoia basically and people thinking that they're losing their minds but then they're not hmm. maybe it sounds really scary it's it was uh it was just more beautiful than scary what's it called hour of the wolf it's a good title yeah should be more than an hour uh it's not actually 90 minutes <laughs> that's <laughs> the first thing jay asked wolf. me he's like was it 60 minutes no <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you guys both. You're wonderful people. And I thank hope everyone you. has a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>